The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to Today in Sports Betting for January 14th, 2020. My name is Neil Rochelani. I'm joined here with Devin Ellington. Uh, we are Hoopla Presentation, and we're going to talk about today's uh, lines for the NBA, along with reviewing last night's games. Um, Devin, how you doing tonight? Or how Man, you- I, uh, my, my face hurts a little bit. I've been smiling all day. I'm excited. This new game <laughs> that we're going down is... Uh, yeah, the uh, Ira and Josh kicked it off great with that first episode. So it's, uh, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is a brand, a brand new thing for us at Hoop Ball, and thanks for listening. Uh, the four of us will be rotating as guest hosts throughout the rest of the season. So you'll begin to know us pretty well. And um, hopefully, we'll be uh, giving you some good picks. Um, uh, before we get into tonight's games, uh, or to today's, this is being recorded on, on Monday night. I had to record because of my schedule a bit early. But um, maybe we should talk about uh, the games that have completed uh, um, as of the 13th. And um, why don't you give me, um, you want to start off with any game in particular? Yeah, so we had an overtime game with the Pelicans and the Pistons. Uh, Detroit closed out as a, a five-point favorite. Uh, which made a lot of sense with how decimated the Pelicans were. I mean, almost their whole starting lineup was out, but uh, it took an overtime period for the total of 225 and a half to go over. Um, and then New Orleans uh, won outright, so they covered. Um, so that was pretty uh, – it was a good call from Josh and Ira earlier in the show. They still sided with the Pelicans. Yeah, and usually when – you know, I think a big part of this was the, the late scratch on Ingram. Uh, when the star goes out, sometimes teams overperform. So right, right. I think that's, yeah, that would have been the side I would have taken. But obviously, I'm not going to that, so I want to claim I did. Um, another game that has concluded tonight already is Philadelphia, Indiana. Indiana gets the win 101 95. Um, the line here was Indiana minus three and a half. So it was pretty tight to the line. I don't think there was much edge here. Did you, did you have any thoughts on this going in? Um, I really liked Indiana at home. Yeah. They um, they come in a little more locked in, ready to go, and you saw that by their defensive efforts. It was an under game, under the two fifteen closing line, mm-hmm. um, and down the stretch, their execution was just top notch. Brogdon, uh, they got him back, which usually I like to fade teams getting a star back. They got him and Sabonis back, um, so it was a. I guess it canceled out getting one back and making it a two two first. So. Uh, they covered Philadelphia is just kind of a mess right now. Philadelphia is a mess, which is why I was actually kind of leaning towards them. And I'm glad I didn't take it because they looked terrible in their last game. And I thought they might come out tonight and play harder and uh, get a win against a decent team like Indiana. Sure, sure. Good team, but not a great team. Just didn't yeah. happen. Um, all right, you want to walk us through Boston, Chicago? Uh, not much here. Uh, Boston covered. Uh, closed at, uh, I think it was nine and a half. So a lot of people were taking that Chicago money. I think the bet here, and I recalled it, was getting that plus 14 in the end game line, uh, which they got the backdoor cover to lose only by 12, I think it was. And it went under 217. Yeah, Boston's tough at home against the spread. They cover well. So. 
Yeah, without anything you want to take. I'm always a little nervous about like the backdoor cover, like you said. So then maybe that plus four. The in game is maybe where to do it instead of pregame when the team gets down big. Um, Minnesota, Oklahoma City. Uh, Thunder win here on the road, 117 to 104 uh, for a total of 221. Sorry, my phone is loading slow here to get the uh, actual line that was there. Um, I think it closed plus two on the Minnesota side. Did it really? Uh, and wow. it was a, it was a three point game at halftime. Oklahoma City came out had a real strong third, and uh, they ended up covering. Obviously, so I don't have a lot of faith in Minnesota right now. They, yeah, they, oof, it's tough. I would be, they'd be a team I would fade if I had to like flip a coin for every game. You know, if I had uh-huh. to decide on every game, I would I would fade them every game going. There. Absolutely. Um, all right. So those are the four games that are completed as of now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We got three in progress. Um, well, I don't think people are going to hear this in time to get any of our thoughts on the second half, unfortunately, of these games. Right. Um, but anything you see so far that is staying out to you or you want to talk about? Um, Cleveland jumped up to an early lead on the Lakers. Probably won't stick, but uh, they are in the first game of a back-to-back. They're doing that Los Angeles road trip, mm-hmm. and uh, they are catching a big number against the Clippers tomorrow. So I was kind of eyeballing how this game played out in order to uh, see what was going to happen with the Cavaliers-Clippers tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, so let's just talk about this generally, though. When you see a team like Cleveland up by – they're up by nine right now against the Lakers in the second period, early in the second period. Um, I don't know what the in-game line is, but would you – if it was somehow only, like, 14, would you – like, like, what would you do at this point? Never. Uh, on the end game one, so right now I'm seeing six and a half, plus six and a half for Cleveland. Yes. Uh, actually just dropped to five and a half as I was looking at it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to jump over or all over the Lakers, anything under 10, I think. Okay. Um, and maybe even double up later in the game. Uh, if, I, if I'm getting a chance to watch the game and see how the teams are actually playing, that usually helps a lot of the times also. But uh, anything under 10 for the Lakers, I think I'm comfortable with. I think uh, LeBron and the Cleveland kind of thing will uh, smooth out. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot he played at Cleveland for whatever reason. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Cleveland's gotten – my short-term memory is not where it used to be. Uh, Right. But, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think the the Lakers will win pretty easily. So, yeah, if I saw a line of plus five, it's 11-point lead right now as I'm speaking. I would jump onto that if it was recording this podcast, but uh, we'll see how it plays out tomorrow. Uh, any thoughts of the two games that are a half right now? Charlotte is trailing by 16 at Portland, and Sacramento down by 13 at home against Orlando. A uh, little bit of surprises on both of those, in my opinion. Um, I know the guys earlier talked a lot about the Trailblazers getting that big nine and a half, ten point uh, lay of points. Didn't really have faith in them. So it's uh, crazy to kind of see them coming out up by 16 and a half. Charlotte's uh, usually a good first half cover team. Mm. So um, they usually out, um, outperform themselves from the first and second half. So this could maybe be a blowout, um, which I did not expect. And then the Magic, um, still a good defensive team, even uh, without Jonathan Isaac. But I was kind of shocked to see the Kings come out and underwhelm with their performance and uh, – I get a whole lot done on either side of the ball. So um, other than that, I mean, I just a little bit of a surprise on both of those games. Nothing else too crazy sticks out to me. 
Yeah, I'm surprised, too, that Sacramento is trailing by so many points to Orlando at home. Um, I thought they'd put in a better effort than this. Um, let's see. Let's just, let's just, I guess, spitball some thoughts on this. So Portland and Charlotte are picks for the second half line. Um, are you leaning in any way on that one? Hmm. I think I would probably let that one be. <laughs> yeah, no, it's when you have a, such a high, high difference, you don't know which way this could go, right? Right, right. 30 or they could, it could be like a 12 point win. So yeah. I wouldn't touch it either. And then Orlando, Sacramento, it looks like Sacramento's a one and a half point, excuse me, a four point second half favorite, um, which I would actually take. Yeah, I was just about to say. I, I, I would not do this without watching the game, so that that would be my um, my um, warning. But a sight unseen, I would definitely have to take Sacramento minus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're a team that can get real hot. You know, Darian Fox, Buddy Hill, they can hit some shots. They they're pretty physical, especially if they run and gun. Uh, you know, and start running out there, get uh, Belitza down there in the post with some looks. Bagley, he is on a minutes restriction, so maybe his minutes in the second half are where they were saving him for. Mm. Uh, so, you know, uh, yeah, I would definitely see some second half adjustments that I would probably, I would want to look in the first like couple minutes or so of the third quarter to see how they come out, if they come out sluggish or not. But, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good point too. You can you can tell more by effort than by scoring right away. Sure. How this might play out, um, and that's a big part of the way that I try to cap is by effort as well. Um, all right, um, that kind of wraps up to where we are at the moment here on on Monday night. We can look ahead to Tuesday's games. Um, first game on the slate, unless there's anything else you want to talk about. I'm sorry to cut you off. Well, yeah, well, I mean, before we pivot, I would yeah. definitely like to give a shout out to my bookie, our sponsor, oh, thank you. the inaugural. <laughs> Uh, today in sports betting sponsor. Yes. And, uh, you know, I personally use my bookie so I can speak highly of them without any kind of facetious uh, vocabulary being used. And um, if you're familiar with them, you know that they offer all sorts of stuff. It's not just NBA. Um, they give you lots of lines on hockey and futures bets. And I was even looking earlier and they have some uh, political presidential bets. <laughs> so, we have everything. Uh, mybookie.ag. Um, make your predictions a reality. You know, they got everything over there. Uh, NFL um, championship weekend's coming up, so that'll be a fun, fun thing to put some money on. The Super Bowl, uh, I got some futures bets in there right now with my bookie. And, uh, you know, obviously parlays um, put together a bigger payout for you, so you take a couple of these good picks that we give you and that Ira and Josh put together. And then, um, you know, that's going to be a chance to uh, get yourself some bigger wins with my bookie. And we have a promo code and that's going to be, uh, if you join right now and use uh, today as the promo code, you're going to get a 50% match up to a thousand dollars. So if you deposit $2,000, I'm going to get you an extra thousand dollars in free money to play with. So, uh, yeah, mybookie.ag. I would definitely recommend them. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I um, always forget our sponsor, so I appreciate you. Yeah, me about that. I'm sure Dan will be happy to know that you're uh, looking out for that. Um, well, I, I put it on a sticky note here. <laughs> <laughs> that Sorry. that is more preparation than I have done. So very very good. Thank uh, you. Um, <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So I guess now um, I will pivot us over to uh tuesday's games and um 
Six games on the docket. It's going to start off um, with Phoenix at Atlanta. Uh-huh. As of this moment, I am not seeing a line. Have you seen one come out yet? I have not. Uh, I was checking Bavada on Shark, my bookie, trying to be a little diligent about it, but I have not had the good graces of finding one of those. Um, I have not either, and this is, I think, a big part. Do we know Trey Young is out for sure? Or not? Uh, he's questionable. Um, so that, I think, is the whole Questionable, option. And then I believe, let's see, I wrote it down here somewhere. I believe Hunter um, is also mm-hmm. going to or Alex Lynn is doubtful. Jabari Parker and Bruno Fernando are out, and Hunter and Young are questionable. Of course, Kaminsky's still out indefinitely, and Rubio, with a personal reason, over on the Phoenix side is going to be questionable, probably not going to play. So some uh, injuries that could affect the line. That's probably why these folks are waiting a little bit um, to set it. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the assumption Trey Young's going to be out. I mean, what do you – do you have any uh, – Soft tissue injury, I would probably assume yes. Yes. Um, so hamstring issue, never good. So. Yeah, so, I mean, do we want to try to guess a line here or do we want to not embarrass ourselves? Or I should say embarrass myself because I – Well I, <laughs> I could be way off trying to think as far as what they might say you know i think you know phoenix is still a pretty decent defensive team and as far as pace of play goes um they're both in the top 10 as far as pace of play uh, but i made a guess of about 233 and a half just because of the face like value of who phoenix and atlanta are as teams with that pace of play ranking mm-hmm. they're over under obviously right, right yeah mm-hmm. They're both not that great as far as um, offensive ratings. Um, you know, Atlanta's second uh, second to last in the league, and uh, they are both pretty much right there in the half of the league you don't want to be as far as turnover percentages. So it could be a sloppy game, which could lead to a, a, a low kind of game. And as far as Phoenix and Atlanta um, – their over-unders recently have been more on the underside. Uh, the road over-under for Phoenix is 7-9, to nine, and mm. Atlanta is 7-10-1 and one at home. So if it's at 230, 232-ish, uh, you know, I, I think this could probably be about a 225 kind of game, 226 maybe. Um, mm. I like the under. I do, um, without <laughs> seeing a line yet, but. So I'll see a line yet. I'm sorry, keep going. Did I? No, 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 no. That was it. Just I just concluded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think without seeing a line too, I'm going to lean to Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. They got blown out by Brooklyn uh, yes. days ago, 108 to 86. And Phoenix is coming off a win. Uh, traveling east, I know they both have a day rest, but mm-hmm. um, I just expect a better effort out of Atlanta. I know, yeah. I know they're not a very good team. I think. Um, some people have them as the worst in their power rankings uh, in the NBA right now. But uh, Phoenix, I'm just – they're not really playing for playoff spot either. So no. I'm going to – Atlanta's got a fun night life. Um, I'm going <laughs> to – coming out from uh, the West Coast. So I think Atlanta – I would – sight unseen, I would take them. I don't know what the line's going to be. I'm assuming Phoenix is going to be a small favorite. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say probably like a four and a half, five, maybe yeah. for Phoenix. Yeah, um, I would think in that range as well, maybe a little bit. Yeah, somewhere around there. And then if Trey Young gets ruled out, I think that jumps up to probably seven and a half, nine. You know, give myself a little leeway there. Yeah, so. we'll see. We'll see. I would. Uh, I'm leaning Atlanta. We'll see how it plays out tomorrow. Um, sure. Any other thoughts on that game? Uh, no. Uh, it, it, without seeing anything, I like the under. Um, but we'll see how it goes. But that's it, really. All right. Second game on the uh, docket, Utah at Brooklyn. Um, and uh, because of my schedule, we do not have a line for this yet either. Um, I was able to find minus one and a half for Utah. Oh, you were? Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was through Odd Shark. Um, so, I, I, you know, they use uh, a lot of – Bavada, which Bavada wasn't, uh, it wasn't the book they use. I mean, or it wasn't the book that I found the one and a half one. They, they kind of do like a conglomerate of combining books. So, um, interesting. Yeah. So I found one and a half through Odd Shark for Utah. Okay. Um, all right. Do you want to give me your thoughts on that line? Did you see a total as well? There was no total. Um, okay. but it is Kyrie's second game back. Uh, Donovan Mitchell set to return from his illness. And uh, Utah quietly with the NBA best nine-game win streak right now. Mm. So um, what are your thoughts on it other than, you know, us not having a total set? <laughs> do you think that one and a half is a good spot for Utah or uh, do you want I, to play Brooklyn yeah, so far? Yeah, I actually like Utah in this spot. Okay. Coming to Brooklyn, I think Brooklyn's coming off a good win, which I almost like the fade team's coming off a big win. And especially when the star plays well. Mm-hmm. I feel like the team's going to relax just a little bit because of that. Yeah. They've got their star back and he's hundred percent and he's doing what they expect him to do. So maybe the effort isn't as high for that team. Um, while Utah, I think, like you said, nine in a row, I think they're very focused right now and playing well together. Um, right. Well, if Mitchell comes, we'll see if Mitchell, like, you know, his health, if that affects how they play together, but um, I'm going to lean Utah on this. Yeah. Yeah. And Utah typically, you know, they are an under team. Um, so without seeing a number yet again, you know, it's not a bad, bad look uh, whenever you see an over-under set. One thing I like to talk about, or mm-hmm. one thing that I like to keep an eye on, and this is no, uh, I, I didn't get this from anyone. It's just kind of an observation that I made. They're in a, the total number of games on the slate. So we're talking six games for this slate. There's typically a quarter, a percentage, which is a quarter of those games are going to be, there's going to be an upset. So six games, we're looking at maybe like one and a half or two games being a pure upset. Hmm. Um, so this is actually one of the games that I thought would be an upset uh, with Brooklyn beating Utah um, straight up. Um, it's not going to be, you know, just, you know, say Atlanta versus Utah or something like that. It needs to be a team that's, you know, decently relative relative uh relatively competitive um so yeah i i am actually going to pick brooklyn uh with the points and as my money line dog of the card oh no that got me nervous (laughs) (laughs) well to each their own and we can't agree on everything so it's good to have some differentiating views yeah we'll see how it plays out um if I had to change the pick, I would change that right now. But anyway, uh, I'm going to stay with Utah. Uh, all right. Uh, New York, Milwaukee. I do see a line on this. And unfortunately, it's very ugly as expected. Milwaukee. Right. 
16 and a half point favorite. My God, these lines are huge. Uh, for maybe the best team against one of the worst teams. One of the worst. Yeah, and this then comes down to how much does Milwaukee care? Yes, yeah. For a line like this, right? I mean, it's so hard to know um, for me. I'm going to just completely stay away from lines like this. Mm-hmm. I can see Milwaukee winning by 30 or winning by nine. I don't, I don't know what's in it. Right, right. Now, looking at it, I do see Milwaukee. Yes, they are a team that's 20 points better than New York. Absolutely, in my view, my opinion. Milwaukee's healthy. They don't have anyone questionable, probable. Um, however, they are just 11 and nine, just two games above 500 against the spread at home. And uh, New York is actually 11 and 10 against the spread on the road. So, um, big number does scare me. Um, New York's one and five against the spread in their last five against Milwaukee. I'm not sure what big numbers were sprinkled in those um, five games or I'm sorry, it'd be six games, one and five of those six games. Um, one thing that I was able to dig up and something that made me feel a little more comfortable about the game is the first quarter over under uh, Knicks are 17 and 23 on the year for the first quarter over under Milwaukee's 14, 25 and two and six and 13 and one at home. So if I'm going to take a bet, I'm probably going to go with that first quarter over under Milwaukee's got the best rated defense in the league. Mm-hmm. New York's probably not a team that um, is going to match up well in uh, multiple different uh, facets of the game with Milwaukee. So I think it's going to get uh, it's going to New York's going to need some time to get established and maybe get some buckets going and some momentum rolling. Uh, so yeah, I I don't like the big number. Is going to maybe see what you thought about putting this big number in the big number for the. Clippers and Cavaliers game, which is 14 and a half on like a teaser. I don't know how you feel about teasers, but mm. you know, I've done, I've done teasers with the NFL, which I don't bet as much, but um, I've never done teasers with the NBA. Have, okay. you, you've had a lot of experience with it. Or? Um, you know, it's not something that I like to do so much in the NBA. Um, there are a uh, little different circumstances as far as key numbers go. Um, but you know, like I said, I feel like Milwaukee's a 20-point better team than the Knicks. And, I, you know, the Clippers definitely are a 15-point better team than Cleveland, at, both of them at home. So if I can shed, you know, four to six points off of that uh, spread, I, I, that probably would make me feel a little more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So. For sure. For sure. I have actually no experience at all in teachers of the NBA. Okay. So, yeah, but uh, I'm curious to see how it plays out tomorrow. I think that would make sense to me to go that route as well. All righty. Um, yeah, I like your first quarter, though. It's a good analysis on the first quarter. Both teams are are under first quarter teams, and um, I don't think either team's going to come out and be, like, really enthused about this game. So I could see it being sloppy in the beginning, for sure. Pace of play for them are both pretty low in the league also. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's good to know. Um, all right. Uh, should we move on to Houston and Memphis? Yeah, this is the most information we have on a game, most accurate line and most uh, accurate total right now. So, All right, you want to take us through it? Uh, let's get your thoughts first. I'm kind of uh, curious to see how you okay. feel about it. Yeah, so Houston at Memphis. Uh, the line I'm seeing right now is 4.5, minus 4.5 for Houston, total of 238. I am also seeing that Westbrook will not be playing tomorrow as the one um, major uh, absence. Correct. And because of that, uh, I hate to punt, but I am going to punt on this. 
you're going to punt this game. Yeah, yeah, I don't know without Westbrook how how hard because Harden. I don't want to turn this into a fantasy show, but I have fantasy <laughs> league, and he sometimes is just he's just not into it, and I can right. I can see that happening tomorrow night or tonight, I guess I'd say mm-hmm. at least against Memphis, and then that that could change things. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay away. Do you have a do you have a preference here? Well, we are actually going to agree on this one. It's it's just <laughs> one of those games that I think is going to be a great Western Conference divisional game. That Southwest Conference, you know, these teams are familiar with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis is actually top ten against the spread in the league at number nine. They're twenty one, eighteen, and one. So fifty three point eight percent of the time they cover twelve and ten at home. Playing really good right now. They just took the eight seed over from San Antonio. Good young core. As long or as well as Westbrook being out, um, the uh, Grizzlies do have some injury issues on their own. Crowder with some hip soreness is questionable. Brandon Clark, he's got some thumb issues going. He's questionable. Kevin Anderson's got some foot soreness. Uh, and then it's also been said that Capella will play. He was questionable earlier in the day, um, but he's going to go ahead and play. So a lot of, lot of moving parts as far as who's playing, who's not. And uh, that kind of scares me as far as line adjustments and what Vegas may have to say about this. So uh, if I was going to play some, I would actually say um, I would take the over of the 238. But whenever we only if I see it come down a couple um, of points, because I think once some of these guys get rolled out, it probably will come down. And then I'll probably jump on that number to get those extra two or three points. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it will come down too. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know. This one, a Memphis, I like the way Memphis is trying. They're playing very hard. Lots of effort. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I do like that a lot. But it's just Houston's just the far superior team. Um, yeah. All right. Um, can, you, can you lead us on the next game? So the next is going to be Cleveland and the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, right now, it's fourteen and a half. Um, obviously Cleveland's not favored and, uh, Paul George is going to be out. And like I said earlier, Cleveland is going to be on their second game of a Los Angeles back to back. So probably lots of partying and nightlife. (laughs) Um, They could probably come out real sluggish and probably play real sluggish the whole game. Those guys aren't really seeming like they want to give, uh, John Bayline, a <laughs> bunch of effort after his slug thug comment. So, um, out of the two big totals or the two big spreads, this one I like a little bit better. If I was going to take one of these big covers, um, you know, with Paul George being out, we've seen guys step in to you know help out, uh, be it Jermichael Green, Patrick Patterson. Um, Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell getting in there like they always do, doing a little bit more. Um, but yeah, uh, Denver lost to Cleveland and Denver beat the Clippers recently, so Cleveland should win, right? <laughs> Is it the transit of property right there you're bringing in? Yeah, that's what makes betting so much fun, right? Right. It's uh, scary, but good times all at the same time. Yeah. So. Uh... So you think you might you might put this in the teaser then with uh, Milwaukee? You know, I would uh, I would entertain it, but my favorite bet on this one's probably going to be um, a first half bet. Uh, Cleveland is fourteen and twenty five against the spread in the first half with a negative six point three eight point differential. 
and uh, they are 7 and 12 with a negative 8.63 point differential on the road. Mm. And um, if I see anything as far as the first half, uh, minus 9, 8.5 for the Clips, I would probably jump right on that. Um, but as far as the full game goes, I mean, the Clippers could probably pull everybody midway through the third. So you don't, you just don't know if it's a, if it is a blowout, it's got a chance to be a blowout. So, yeah, I, w- I would do what you were talking about tonight with like the Lakers. I would watch the end game and then mm-hmm. see if Cleveland somehow starts off hot and then bet the Clippers, mm. you know, I think they're going to win by double digits no matter how it starts off. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd kind of lean that way. I would not touch it um, ahead of time. Um, all right. Anything else on that before we go to the last game? No, no. That one is uh, – it's another one of those big totals. Kind of scares me, but – or big spreads. So I, I – uh, but like I said, out of the two, I'd probably lean the Clippers over Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, all right. So last game, uh, Golden State uh, hosting uh, future MVP, um, Luka Doncic in the Dallas. Yeah. Um, how much have the fates changed in the NBA where Golden State is now like thought of as like a laughing stock of a team? It is so funny. Oh, it's it's uh, it's real rough. It it changed real quick too. I know, amazing. I mean, they they were like this team that could not was like unbeatable at least in the playoffs up until you know last midway through that series against Toronto, and then yeah. it's just like. Because of injuries and, and changes to personnel, it's they're just not even competitive most nights. Um, so tonight against Dallas, they are um, nine point underdogs uh, total. I'm seeing is two twenty three. Yes. Um, yeah, I if I was going to bet this way, I would the only I want to see what the first half line is, and I might take Dallas in the first half. I think Dallas is going to come out strong and play well. But I think I could see a backdoor cover here with Golden State. You know, there's a chance that there's a couple different, you know, G League affiliates maybe coming in. Yeah. I mean, Damian Lee, they're still trying to figure out what's going on with his contract. And uh, and I think he's out tomorrow. Yeah, he's going to be out. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Yes. Um, Kevon Looney's out indefinitely again. Uh, Damian Lee's out. Jordan Poole is questionable. So they're deciding if he's going to be. Uh, with their G League team or not, if he's going to play. Um, we never know if Draymond Green or D'Angelo Russell is going to be a late, you know, uh, injury report ad. So um, I think if I could get Dallas 10 and under on any kind of spread, I, I like that. Um, you know, because Dallas, you know, even if they pull their starters, they got depth. You know, they got uh, a national champion point guard reserve and Jalen Brunson and (laughs) Tim Hardaway Jr. And Seth Curry is going to still get out there and take their shots. You know, they, they fling threes up. So uh, a backdoor cover. I think if anyone can stifle that on this slate, I think Dallas can probably be the ones to do it because I think they could jump up to a huge lead. Um, And then they got the depth to kind of play solid defense and, um, you know, still score um, at will. And they're six and zero against Golden State in their last six against the spread. So the trend is your friend until the end, and that can the go. T- <laughs> so. I, I think you're. Well, I will say I am very impressed how Dallas has played this year, um, with and without Porzingis. They've been, right, they've been yeah. very good, um, and they, um, 
you know, anything can happen in one game. But they're a team that I feel pretty much will compete for the um, West this year. So Yes, yeah. So, well, a uh, wise man once told me that to not bet with your heart. And I am a Mavericks fan, so. Oh, one, okay. This is one that, you know, it's, it's hard for me to, you know, of course I want them to do well. And uh, I'm not putting money on Golden State, so if I was going to bet, I would definitely bet with my favorite team. So yeah, uh-uh. well, sometimes the heart is right. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, all right, so that covers the slate for tomorrow night or for tonight for the NBA game. If I get that right, um, I know we, we've uh, we're not uh, shy about branching out to other sports, but I'm not really following anything else right now. How about you? There's not a whole lot going on. Obviously, the national championship is uh, going on right now. And, um, you know, hockey playoffs are going to be coming up soon. I think I'll probably get back into hockey a little bit more once they uh, get those playoff uh, pictures set. Um, And then, you know, college basketball. I have a lot of fun with college basketball. Um, Mm. I like a lot of the mid-major programs and smaller schools finding who is and isn't great against the spreads. So um, that, that that offers me a little bit of enjoyment as well. So, Yeah, nice. I, You know, once I started really getting into the NBA, it was hard for me to watch college basketball and mm-hmm. enjoy mm-hmm. it more. I used to love it a long time ago, and now it's just, it just pales in the comparison, like the product to me for, compared to the NBA, that's hard for me to really watch it. Sure. I think what's uh, this year been good for college basketball is there is a lot of parity across the board. There's a lot of even um, playing field. Uh, last couple of years, it's just been one or two teams, three teams. But uh-huh. this year, um, I think we've already had seven number one teams lose. So um, it's on pace to break the record of, I think, in one season was, uh, I want to say it's uh, 10, I believe it was. So. Mm. Um, and a quick up, quick update on the NBA games right now. Uh, the Kings are still down seven uh, with three left in the third. And the Hornets are now only down one point. So I guess they heard me talking crap about their second half game. Yeah, so. yeah they came out and they fired up. And uh, Sacramento is covering so far right in the second half, it looks like. They are, what did we say it was? They it's were minus six. four. They were oh, minus yeah, it was minus four in the second half. So okay. over. And then the Lakers are now down by one at halftime. At halftime. So they narrowed that up a little bit. Look for them to kind of just take over in the second half, I believe. Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right, Devin. Um, anything else to add before we sign off here? Well, let's just uh, let these fine folks know where they can find us on Twitter. Oh, yes. Uh, what, what's Your handle is... Uh, I- I am at Ball with Neil. At Ball with Neil. Yes, B A L L W I T H N E I L. There it is. And uh, I am D A L E. So that's going to be D A E L L I E 007. And uh, yeah, it's just first initial, middle initial, abbreviation of my last name. So D A L E 007 on Twitter. Fantastic. Are you, and, you, are you laying out pics or every, are you just throwing them out there as, as, you come, as it comes to your mind? Uh, kind of. Yeah. You know, like I said, uh, in my background, when we were talking in the, uh, the WhatsApp, uh, you know, I like to offer some analytical background to, uh, help back the picks that I come up with. So 
with yeah, us not having a lot of the lines right now, you know, I think tomorrow you'll see me throwing some stuff out on Twitter a lot more. Um, once I get to see some more lines, movements, injury news, all that good stuff. So I will definitely yeah. be throwing out more tomorrow. Yeah, we'll definitely follow you. I'll be uh, following as well. I will be um, unfortunately in the middle of a big work project. Uh, this is does not pay the bills. As you <laughs> know. So uh, I will be uh, slogging away and checking your Twitter feed for uh, um, gambling advice. So thank you. Um, all right. So that's going to conclude our second episode here of today in sports betting. Um, I believe tomorrow night. Are you going to be back? Are you going to be on uh, for Wednesday's games? For when, so tomorrow night, I actually do the uh, forum chat okay. and live chat for hoopball.com uh, mm. for the fantasy segment. So tomorrow night is not going to be uh, me. Tomorrow, let me pull the schedule up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so Wednesday morning uh, yes. is going to actually be uh, Ira and I. So I wasn't sure if we had uh, more guys recording tomorrow or not. But yeah, so Wednesday morning is going to be Ira, Silver, and mm-hmm. uh, myself. So yeah. uh, Iris Twitter handle is going to be at Iris Silver Magic. Give him a follow as well, guys. Yeah. So we get to your takes on Wednesday, and then I think on Thursday I'm going to be on with Ira. And yeah. Friday, I believe, you're on with Josh, I think. Yes, sir. Yeah. 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 So right. good, good rotation, uh, rotisserie style here. So we got some good takes from a lot of different guys and uh, good different viewpoints to get stuff rolling. So. Yeah, on that note, again, thanks for uh, listening to us uh, today in sports presentation. And also, we are sponsored by mybookie.ag. Uh, please check them out. And um, we'll be back on again tomorrow. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.